Welcome to the Everyday Vacation Podcast. My name is MJ Gordon, minimalist entrepreneur and lifestyle coach, and I'll be sharing with you resources, people, and messages to help you create more balance and energy so you can live life on your terms. Thank you for being here with me today. Let's get the vacation vibes rolling. We can talk about productivity all that we want, but productivity doesn't really work if we are not working to make ourselves more productive. And these are one of those the areas where it's tough because you have to take the time to actually plan to be productive. Like you have to make an effort, but if you don't make that effort because you feel like you don't have enough time, you actually end up being less productive. So it's like one of those things where you're investing time to get more time back. And sometimes you can feel like you're really trying to stay on task, like get things done. But if you don't feel like you're hitting your schedule every single day or your to-do list and you feel like me, which is it's Friday and oh my gosh, like I'm so backed up because by Tuesday and Wednesday, I already wasn't completing my whole day and being productive enough, then maybe one of these 10 tips will help you. So let's go ahead and get into it. The first tip I have is to be intentional, to plan and have a schedule. Now this seems like a no brainer, but I'm not talking about just like scheduling your appointments or your zoom meetings. I'm talking about scheduling your whole day. So I know that if I have a task coming up, I give myself windows and I try to be pretty accurate with those windows, leaving some space to, you know, have something come up or maybe it takes a little bit longer than necessary, or maybe I can put in my uh, Pomodoro breaks in between, you know, every half hour, but taking the time to intentionally plan for tomorrow or for today, if you do it at the beginning of your day, uh, how, what needs to get done and when it needs to get done by taking the time to actually intentionally plan and schedule these kind of a lot of time slots keeps you on your heels, so to speak, or just keeps you moving through the day at a good pace. Tip two that I have is to organize your day in a way that you're segregating personal and workspace. Emergencies happen, like if your kid called you in sick from school, you'd probably leave work to pick them up, etc. So that happens, but most of the time you really wanna save that space for emergencies and you want to completely segregate your personal and your work in the day. So what this means is when I'm working, at home, I'm in my actual office. I create a space that is only for work. It is the space that I come to only work. When I work, my personal phone calls and texts get put on silent. Um, you have a lot of different apps or settings on the phone now that allow you to do that. I think it's called sleep or away or work or something that allows you to filter out your calls. So only the important work stuff comes through. I actually have a separate work line for my phone number um, because I want them to stay segregated. And this is really important because distractions take a lot of time away from us. Even if something takes just a minute or two or five minutes to be completely derailed from what it is that we're doing and then have to pick momentum back up and get focusing again and kind of get back to it actually costs us a lot more time than just getting it done and then setting aside 15 minutes afterwards to deal with personal things or setting aside an hour or two after the whole day to deal with personal things. Tip number three is to set a limit to your activities. This means that 
you have to learn to say no. And I know that can seem really tough because life is amazing, but one of the things that we started to do was even though we work from home and we have this really flexible life, we started to feel like at the end of the, our week, like work really wasn't getting done. Like we felt like we were busy and we had a lot that we did, but for whatever reason, we weren't meeting our goals. And that's when we realized we were scheduling like two or three hosting events socially. Once we limited our weekly activities to one social event that we host and maybe a secondary one that we attend, we started becoming more productive with our time. And with that even, because our time was scheduled and we planned, even though we could be flexible, say Monday, well, Monday I already had X and Y and Z planned to get done. Um, so I can't like schedule brunch on that day. And so it kind of just naturally created more space in the schedule rather than having this kind of flexible go with the flow schedule where time leaked in different areas that were really difficult to maintain awareness of. Number four, eating the biggest frog or doing the most difficult thing first is the greatest way to get like the weight off your chest. It's the greatest way to feel productive because if it's the first thing that you do and it's done, then whew, you don't have to worry about that anymore. The day tends to flow by a lot easier. Alongside with everything we've already listed, number five is don't overschedule yourself and be realistic. I think for idealists like us, especially those of us who are really motivated and hardworking, we can look at our day and say, okay, well, theoretically, in a perfect world, I could get X, Y, and Z done between eight and 2 p.m. And the truth is that just never happens. There's always something that comes up or it always takes a little bit longer or you you know, want to do a little bit more and go above and beyond. And so you end up going past that time. But taking the time to be conscious about how you schedule your time, leaving yourself buffers for each task that you have to accomplish allows you to become more aware of what's best. So number six is eliminate the unnecessary. I know that you do this a lot already, but it's important to take the time to take inventory and to do it even more. There are certain things that I get into, like either wanting to discuss with my husband or wanting to contemplate probably a little bit longer than I actually need to. And taking the time to consciously say, does this add value to my goals and what I'm trying to accomplish at the end of the week or to myself? If no, remove it. It doesn't mean get rid of fun stuff. It just means like, what is it really doing to help you? The next thing that I wanna talk about, which is a broken record thing, can you guess? Like before I even say this, I will like high five you. We'll do something special. If you can guess before I do this, what am I gonna say that needs to be prioritized? Some of you I think got it, sleep. I imagine that you got that I would say prioritize sleep. When you prioritize your sleep, you set yourself up for success because you have a clear head, you have energy, you feel good, and that's gonna power you through your day. Everybody knows that when you get terrible sleep, then it is like sluggish and foggy and unmotivating and just gross trying to get through the day. And when I say prioritize sleep, like I know some of you guys are like rushing to get to bed and you have like the routine down perfect, but really what some of you need to be doing is really pushing your bedtime up or not thinking so much when you wake up in the middle of the night, you know, trying to utilize or lean on some of the sleep tools that we've discussed here. If you are not familiar with those, I'll stick the link 
in the video description down below, but some of the sleep hygiene stuff that we've discussed that are, is going to help you get higher quality sleep. But alongside with sleep, number eight, don't skip breakfast. Um, it's really easy to run out of the door with coffee and a bagel or, you know, go to Starbucks and get something really quick and easy. But that is only further taxing your system without actually supporting what your system needs to have clarity and sharpness and focus. And even if coffee gives you that boost right now, I'm not saying don't drink coffee, but what I'm just saying is make sure you have a nutritious meal in the morning too. Don't just drink the coffee and a muffin or just a coffee and a bagel or just the coffee and a piece of toast. That's not enough to support your system to be productive throughout the entire week. It might feel good right now, but that is asking for an inevitable crash and burn if that's something that you rely on all the time. So save those kind of quick coffee runs in the morning, skip breakfast for emergencies only, and then get to a really good meal as soon as possible. Number nine, have fun and make sure you have fun to look forward to. How is this being more productive? Well, the problem is most of us when we get distracted and we try to be productive, but we derail from that productivity to have a little bit of fun, five minutes here, five minutes there, we're not really truly immersed in that fun. So we're not really getting the recharge and the joy that we would get when it is conscious, deliberate fun. So it's best to, like I say, separate work and personal, but it's best to focus on all the work, get it done, and have deliberate ample amount of space to have fun. And that fun is gonna be more fulfilling and it's necessary for you to have that to look forward to on a regular basis because then otherwise you're just a workhorse and that's an inevitable crash and burn. Lastly, along with having that fun is having daily time to recharge. This is essential just like it is, it takes an investment of time to focus on prioritizing and to be productive. Um, it takes time to give yourself daily recharge time, but it's the space where your body has time to unwind, cool down, and just reset so that you can start refreshed, renewed, and recharged. And that's so important, whatever that means to you. Do what it takes and like be really honest about what it is that truly recharges you. Like it makes you feel refreshed, alive, renewed. You can feel it kind of balance your mood and your mindset. You wanna discover what that is and make sure you do that at least 30, if not 60 minutes a day and it will change your life. I promise you, you're gonna power through everything and be like, wow, I just move like super fast, super efficiently when I take the time to do that. And I would say above all on this list, like the second half of this list is actually the things that I've found to create the most productivity in my life. All the little things like planning, scheduling, organizing, you know, like good work hygiene, those things obviously are very helpful because when you don't do that, then it, it adds up like all the little things. But the things that I feel like have made the most drastic differences are the things that are really surprising, like prioritizing sleep and, you know, limiting your weekly schedule. Um, there are things that, we don't quantify and for whatever reason can be hard to quantify. Like we think that, you know, an hour meal with a friend coming over is just an hour, but then there is shopping extra for, you know, that meal, cooking, setup, cleanup, all those things that make it quadruple the time than it is just a simple hour on the schedule. So you have to really think about those things, like the way that you assess and 
uh, organized all of the different facets of your business and how they quantify, you know, when you take inventory, that, that kind of mental process, when you look at your life and look at all the, the very specific ingredients that create the inventory for your time and what you do with that time on a daily, weekly basis is what's going to make the biggest difference. And so, so yeah, it, it does take extra time to get to sleep early and to, to have a meal and to have some fun every single day, but that is going to make you a stronger and faster working machine. So if you find value or inspiration from today's episode, be sure to share it with a friend and stay tuned for more ways to level up your time, energy, and success. I'll catch you in the next one.